psychic clue Sir, to you When you keep it all on you How will I know The right way to love you Usually the queen Of figuring out Breaking down the man Is no workout But I have no clue How to get through to you you just to see if you cry I keep knocking on wood wishing there's a real boy inside you're not a man you're just a man again I wish you could feel that my love is real but you're not a man I wish I could just Turn you on, push a battery and make you talk Boom, pull in a string for you to say anything But with you there is no guarantee Only expired warranty I put you a broken heart And I can't seem to find your heart together again Cause you're not a man You're just a man of kin I wish you could feel that my love is real But you're not a man You're just a toy Could you ever be a real, real boy? Understand But you're not a Problem our future could solve them, maybe. It could bring you to life if you let me inside, baby. It'll hurt, but in the end, you'll be a man. You're not a man, you're just a man of kin. I wish you could feel that my love is real Toy, could you ever be a real, real boy? Understand, but you're not a man You're not a man, you're just a man of kin I wish you could feel that my love is real This is I Don't Care the Podcast. I'm Alexia Stefano, your host. And we are on episode 40 of I Don't Care. So what better way to start the podcast than me singing one of my favorite songs called Mannequin by Katy Perry on the top of my lungs for you guys. Now, if you were an American Idol judge, which Katy herself is, or um, the voice judge, my queen Kelly Clarkson, would you turn your chair around and say yes to me? Or would you 
allow me to return back to my home if I was a contestant. I know what I would do. I would give myself the golden, whatever, the golden buzzer, the platinum ticket, and I don't think The Voice does anything special, but for me specifically, they would make something special up to do for me Um, because I'm just a beautiful singer, of course. So uh, that's how I thought we should start episode 40. Can you believe it, guys? 40 weeks, which is a whole damn pregnancy. A whole pregnancy. I have... I have officially carried I don't care for nine months. And today, right now, I am giving birth. We are pushing this damn thing out together. I'm so happy. Now, last week's episode, um, if you didn't listen to it, it's about why Re- Republicans suck. <laughs> Just to put it simply. And I just want to bring it up because I feel like if you have yet to listen to it, if you've not listened to it yet, then you should because it's a really informative podcast episode. Plus, you get to watch me and Hewat eat Boston pizza. And every time I watch it, like when I'm editing it or uploading it, I'm like, wow, that food looks so good. Those kettle chips. Mm. I'm a sucker for kettle chips. I'd say kettle chips are my kryptonite. And there's not many places that do them right. Boston pizza is like a hit or miss. This time was a hit. But the previous time I went, miss. Big, big miss. It was awful. Uh, a place called Cat and Fiddle. Mmm. Mmm. Fantastic. But nothing beats. And this is a relatively new find. Nothing beats this place called Grelaros. 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 Mm, whatever spices they put, cayenne, pepper, paprika, whatever they put on it. So good. It's so good. Um, God, instead of saying my I don't care, I'm just sharing my love of kettle chips. Truly, they are my kryptonite. But I'm not talking about like a bag of kettle chips. I don't want manufactured kettle chips i want the restaurant made kettle chips i've attempted to make kettle chips before and they don't turn out well i don't know what i'm doing wrong i don't know what i'm doing right i don't know what i should be doing and it takes a lot of work it's a lot of fucking work to make some stupid kettle chips but i love them so much Now, that's what I'm thinking about. Man, I don't have like a structure for this week's podcast episode. And I've been thinking a lot about it. I've been thinking about a lot of what do I want to talk about? What would be fun for this episode? But the more I keep thinking, oh my gosh, it's like, you know, the big 40. What do I do for it? I should do something cool, something special the more stressed I get. And honestly, I just love sitting here and talking to you guys and just kind of rambling on. That would be a good name too, Ramble. Actually, would that be? Rambling on? Mm, You know what? I changed my mind. I don't like that. But uh, 
Yeah, so there's not really a structure to today. We're just going to kind of chit-chat, see what kind of happens, and hope for the best. We're going to hope for the best. But I did have something that I kind of wanted to touch on because it's important to me, which is by now, if you are an active listener to the podcast or if you've listened to a handful or if this is your first. Hi, I'm Alexia Stefano, and I speak my mind. I do not hold back. I am very honest from my own perspective. I know there's always multiple sides to a story. Well, hey, I don't care. The podcast is all about me and my perspective on stories. So I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to hold back. Even if you tell me to hold back, even if you tell me to not share. I mean, okay, that's a stretch. If you're if we're talking and you're like, hey, obviously, like, don't say this. I'm not going to. But I'm just saying in. um, In like my own life, if I'm experiencing something. And I feel comfortable to share it on the podcast. That's because it's my own prerogative. That's because I can. So if you're somebody who doesn't like that, or if you're someone who rather I keep this PG or only speak about myself and never ever share an ill experience that I've ever had with anybody then look you're 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 on the wrong you're on the wrong podcast I'm not gonna do that and if you are upset about that then just don't listen just go away you don't have to listen to these that's the beauty of social media and online platforms is if you don't like it if you right now don't want to be listening to what I'm saying then don't just leave that's the beauty of it and if you are wanting to hear what I'm saying because it's interesting but you're not liking what I'm saying then look that's maybe that's maybe a you problem I'm just out here I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna share my truth I'm gonna share the things that are going on in my life if I want to share it And I'm going to talk about the problems that I'm having with myself or with other people. But I'm obviously going to do it in such a way where I'm keeping those people's lives private and not say their names and not share who they are. Because the story is my story to tell. But it's not my place to say who the story is about. So long story short... I will continue to be honest in my own truth and I will continue to do so um, in a way that is honest to who I am but hopefully still respectful to the privacy of people and let's just hope that those people who are annoyed with me well I don't really I don't care (laughs) <laughs> I don't care. So moving on. My I don't care of the week. Um, do I have one? Well, I think I have a couple small things. So right now I'm freezing. My neck hurts. I had a migraine yesterday. That's annoying. I still haven't gotten those balloons back yet. 
Um, Luna is the best thing on the planet. Like, she's the best in the world. So, thankfully, I have her to make me happy. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much it for, for the I don't care. Um, the other day I was at a cousin's birthday party and some cousins were, uh, talking to me that, you know, they listen to this and I just forget, I forget real people other than my mother listen to this podcast like I know my mom does because she tells me when she does and she tells me if she doesn't like something or whatever and um the fact that they too were telling me that they listened to the podcast and that they even listened to the one that had come out that week I was like what thank you but like what I forget I forget um that's so exciting I love when people talk about it and I like that you know they're saying the opposite of what I was just saying people say to me which instead of hate they say I love your honesty and I love the truthfulness of it which is hey the thing with me and why I choose to be so honest is because I don't have to right but I like it because one day when I am you know a more known actress, I want people to be able to look back at my, you know, 40 right now podcast episodes, more and more to come, and be like, hey, like, she's the same person. She's humble. Um, She, I, I just want, like, there to be this version of me. I want all these stories to be out. I want all my thoughts and opinions to be in the world. Because one, they matter to me. Two, I think uh, it'll be good for me to watch these in the future. Like that's such an exciting thing that I get to have with me forever is like these podcast episodes being on social media and being on the internet and out in the world for forever. And so when I'm old and I'm curious about what, you know 19 Alexia was like I can just I have the opportunity to literally watch me talk about everything because this podcast it kind of covers a little bit of everything um so I think that's just exciting so I know that if people don't like to listen now that's totally fine and cool you don't have to one day there will be people listening and then really one day in the far 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 future I will get to listen back and kind of review my life and my opinions and see what's changed and what's not changed um I feel like I should have a story to tell but I don't should I try and make up a a story time on the spot Okay, let's see my improv skills as an actress. Um, I'm, I'm, it's not going to be about me. Like, it's going to totally be a fictional story. Okay, uh, it's going to be horror probably because that always happens when my creative juices are involved. All right, I'm going to start. So one day, there was this boy who was best friends with this girl the boy's name is Eric 
And the girl's name is Jennifer. But people call her Jen. Jen for short. But not Jenny. Because she doesn't like Jenny from the block. She doesn't like that association to her name. So she just wants Jen. So Eric and Jen are best friends. But in their case, they're in high school. In their case, Eric has a crush on Jen. Ooh, drama. But Jen has a boyfriend. Ah, oh no. But also, Jen thought that Eric was gay. So just off the bat, we have we have a cluster fuck of problems. Right? Let's review it. Eric likes Jen. Jen has a boyfriend. Not only that, Jen thinks that Eric is gay. So in her eyes, there is no world where she'd ever like Eric or where she thinks he'd like her because she thinks he's into dudes and he's not. But Eric doesn't know that. So they're at school one day. And it's lunchtime, and usually at lunchtime, the group that hangs out together is Eric, Jen, Jen's boyfriend, Dean, and a couple other friends. Now, there's this other character who's a part of the friend group named Alec. Now, Jen always thought that Eric had a crush on Alec. So she was she's under the impression still that they're going to be together. But Eric doesn't want Alec. And by the way, Alec is straight. So even if Eric was gay and wanted him, that's just not going to happen because he's straight. Unfortunately, too many straight people. Um, And so they're at lunch. They're having their thing. And then. Eric kind of looks at Jen and is like, you look really pretty today. And she's like, oh, my God, thanks. Like, you know, as a bestie, thank you. But Dean, Jen's boyfriend, eyes him up and down. And he kind of gets the sense that Eric does like her. Now, this isn't his first clue. There's been many clues in the past. We don't have time for all the clues. But just think. High school crushes, just think the basic clues. So Dean doesn't like Eric, but he would never, ever tell Jen that because obviously Jen loves Eric as a best friend. They've been friends since elementary school. So nothing happens. They go to school. They, you know, live their lives. Days, day after day goes by and, and it's kind of just Eric's growing crush it's just intensifying and these feelings are growing bigger and bigger. And as they do grow bigger and bigger, those subtle hints become less subtle. Even to the point where Jen starts to question his sexuality. So obviously, if you're in a relationship with someone, you have communication, hopefully. So Dean and Jen have good communication. They're communicating in their relationship and they talk about what's happening with Eric. Now, they both decide that they're going to have a conversation with him. So Jen invites him over, not knowing Dean is there. Okay, 
big drama already. We already know secrets are not good. But I guess Eric is literally his whole life is a secret right now because he's not gay. (laughs) And he is in love with Jen. So Eric comes over. But guess what? It's not like he comes over and is immediately ambushed by Dean. Dean hides. Dean is hiding in the closet in Jen's bedroom, okay? Now, Eric is sitting on her bed. They're both sitting on the edge of her bed, and she's just talking to him. She's like, hey, I just, I feel like the mood between us has shifted. Something feels different. I I don't know what it is, but something feels different, and, and like, as she's talking, Poor Eric thinks that this is her confessing her love to him. Not her trying to get him to confess to her. Do you see? We're, we're in like a bad moment. So because Eric is under the impression that Jen also likes him, he leans in for a kiss. Okay, so they're both sitting on the bed. He leans in for a kiss. She doesn't pull back quite yet, okay? This is like really quick. I'm just setting it up for you. So as he goes in for a kiss, what he's doing is he's pushing her down onto the bed and then cradling her on top. He's like going full-blown into things here. So it's not that she didn't push back. It's that when she was trying to push back is when he was pushing her down on the bed so she couldn't because she's not as strong as him she couldn't get up so Mr. Dean hiding in the closet does not like what he sees but what we don't know is that before Eric got there Jen went to the washroom while Jen was in the washroom keep in mind parents are not home Dean snuck down to the kitchen and he took a knife He hid it in his pants. He came back up. And when Jen came out of the washroom, she didn't see a knife. She escorts him into into her closet, closes it, and Eric arrives. So here we are. Dean has a knife, and he's watching Eric pin his girlfriend onto the bed. Dean rushes out. Instead of guns ablazing, we have knives are our knives are raising. Sure. We yeah, he's he's running with this knife. Jen starts to like freak out and she's like, "No, no, no. Like this like no, we don't got to do that. Like no, stop." Ah! But Dean is just so focused. He's been angry for over a month now because he's been picking up all these signs he has some hidden anger issues that nobody's unleashed or seen yet because his dad is not a good person so him thinking of stabbing eric isn't far from how his dad's character is so when jen sees him have a knife everything in her brain all the moments, all the kisses, all the happy talks and all of the good times are flashing to her. Like, was everything a lie? Is this guy just insane? Is he just a murderer? 
He's lunging at Eric. God knows what, like, God can only know what Eric was thinking, what Eric's plan was, because he's jumping on the bed and he gets a fucking pillow. Like a pillow is going to stop a knife. All of a sudden, we are watching a knife pillow fight with Jen in the middle screaming. She's just like, stop, everybody stop. No, no, no. Right? Are you picturing this? If you're not picturing it, close your eyes and picture it. I'm fucking picturing it. It's insane. Oh, no. What happens next is not good. Dean tripped. You know, when we all stub our toes, he stubbed his fucking toe on the edge of the bed. And accidentally, as he was falling, stabs Jen. Where does he stab Jen, you might ask? The abdomen. Right in the abdomen. She falls to the floor. Dean, with his eyes panicked, freaks out, takes the knife out because he's an absolute idiot. And he runs off into the abyss, leaving Eric and his bloody girlfriend. Eric immediately calls 911 and rushes over to Jen. He applies pressure onto the womb and he ties it with firm pressure so that um, she wouldn't bleed out by the time the nurses or the the, um, paramedics arrive. And... When they do, they go and take them both into the ambulance. Obviously, she's in the bed. She's like in and out of consciousness here. And he is sitting next to her, holding her hand, just kind of replaying everything that happened. The cops are looking for Dean now because you can't stab someone, take the knife and run away. Like, that's just not going to happen, right? That's... In reality, that's not going to happen. So she's kind of like going to die, possibly. We don't know yet. And he's, you know, he's just making sure she gets to the hospital. She messes, He messages her parents. They get to the hospital. She dies. The stab wound was too deep and it hit too many nerves and arteries. She died. And the end of the story is that Eric never got to tell Jen that he isn't gay. And Dean? Dean went to jail. And they lived happily ever after? With a question mark? I hope you enjoyed that story. Um, (laughs) It's obviously just shit out of my ass i would never watch that in theaters um or i would never read even a short story about that but here we are you guys listening to that thank you so much it was too romantic for me so i had to turn to murder elements um on the weekend actually my mom myself and my aunt are gonna take my grandma to go see scream six <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. i am a horror fanatic i mean i love horror so much i really do eat sleep breathe horror um and i have forever so it's just like ingrained in me so and my grandma grew up i guess loving it as well 
And so, yeah, we're going to take her to go watch Scream 6, which isn't a horror. It's a slasher. But I feel like that's more appropriate because these days, horror is different than it used to be. Like back then, it used to be the fundamental storyline, right? Like that was horror. These days, it's like good storylines, but it's more about like the jump scares. And I feel like a jump scare for an old lady is not safe so I think scream is going to be like the appropriate amount of intenseness I mean there are jump scares in scream but I feel like the thing with them is they're anticipated and you know it's gonna come that's like the thing with Halloween and Scream and all those kind of slasher movies is that you know oh if someone's opening a cabinet and you know, we can't see behind them when they close it. There's probably going to be the murderer there, you know, knives up, ready to just stab, which have you guys watched Scream 5? Let's talk about Scream 5 for a second, right? Jenna Ortega is fucking fantastic in everything she does. I mean, I want her filmography so bad, but I love a good who did it, who done it. I didn't guess the correct people when I was watching it I was so set on the actress who's also in yellow jackets I was so set that she was gonna be the murderer the one who at the beginning well you know what if you've not watched it I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys and I feel like not enough of you have watched this for me to fully indulge into it so we're not. What we're going to do instead right now is because I said earlier that I am officially full term giving birth to my podcast, I thought that it might be fun to do like a, a quiz online that would like guess my or pick my baby's name for me. So in honor of giving birth, I'm going to let Google pick my child's name for me. I'm so excited. Are we having a girl, a boy, or surprise me? Ooh, let's make it a surprise. I don't know what child I'm going to have. What is I don't care? We're going to see. Oh, choose an American city. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. It's a city that's inviting. It's a city that's exciting. It's a city for a woman just like me. There's a lake they call Michigan. I really think I'm fitting. And the city is my perfect cup of tea. Chicago, Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. I'm not even going to explain what that song is from. If you know, you know. Dallas, Boston, Portland. Obviously, I'm going LA. What is your superpower? X-ray vision. Physic power. Psychic power. God, sorry. Flight. Invisibility. Baby named genius. Mm, flight I've always wanted to just be like able to fly to where I want to go what color are your eyes my eyes are brown pick your next home giant honking castle modern beach house charming cabin in the woods townhouse in the city <laughs> I love how it says a giant honking castle uh, 
I kind of none of these, but I guess we'll do a townhouse in the city. What is my zodiac sign? I am a Gemini. Uh, what do I do on the weekend? Party, exercise, chill, and sleep. I chill. I chill. Choose a puppy, uh, a Yorkie, a Golden Retriever, a Corgi, a Maltipoo, a Calavier, King Charles Spaniel, or a Pitbull. Um, either a Maltipoo or a Yorkie because Luna is part. You know what? Let's go a Corgi. Switch it up. Pick my favorite hairstyle. We have all natural hair, formal hair green hair or bald um you know, let's go with my natural hair i'm quite happy with it it's natural right now i just got out of the shower what do you want for breakfast oh my god i'm a breakfast queen i love breakfast i can eat it for well breakfast lunch and dinner it's so good toast and berries mmm that looks so good eggs and sausage i actually don't eat um any meat other than chicken i've never had bacon in my life i never got into sausage and i don't eat eggs so not that one croissants i mean croissant is a good snack but i would never have it as like an actual meal i've had it for breakfast before because breakfasts are usually more on the go but if we're talking about a real breakfast fuck no pancakes Mm. cereal egg benedict again i don't eat eggs and i would never again pick cereal pancakes or toast and berries pancakes but real my real answer is crepes where are you going to sleep tonight a bed that's too big a bed that's too small a bed that's just right technically my bed is too big for me but it really is just right how old am i under 18 18 to 24 yes i am 18 to 24 my result atticus arthur blue atticus 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 baby atticus arthur blue there is i mean no disrespect to anyone with any with either the name Atticus or Arthur but the way that that is just never a name I would ever think about for a a cat a dog a fucking fish let alone a human being but I guess I guess because I gave birth to the podcast if I didn't already name it I don't care it would now be called Atticus Arthur blue atticus arthur blue to stefano so cute this morning i woke up and it was like a bunch of people hacked my email or something because i just woke up with so many new subscriptions in my emails that i had to unsubscribe to and i didn't i didn't know what that was about I thought that was quite weird. Okay, what does BBC stand for? Big black cock. What nut is used to make mirazepam? I have no idea. And there's also no answers. So this is interesting. 
What element does O represent on the periodic table? Oxygen. For the people on YouTube, I'm so sorry. I'm having a problem with my SD card. It's full and yet it's empty. So I'm sorry. You're just going to have to listen to the rest of this podcast episode. I also couldn't find a good trivia game to play. So we're going to move on to something that I think is so interesting and is a fact that I never knew, but it's how Koreans live. And so I thought it would be a really interesting thing to share. Now, in Canada and America and a lot of places around the world, when you are born, you are one day old. And then I'm born May 25th, 2003. So May 25th, 2004 is my first birthday. I become one years old at that point. And I become two years old, May 25th, 2005, and so on and so forth. However, in South Korea, they use, it's called the three-age counting system. Um, But most citizens abide by the Korean age, where... A person is one year old as soon as they are born and gain one year on every New Year's Day. So I'm born May 25th. But if I was born in Korea, even though I'm born May 25th, I am one years old the day that I am born and come January 1st, I am then two years old. So for people born December 31st, they are then considered two years old by the next day. So everybody in Korea has the same birthday being January 1st. You are all a year older at that point. It's not the birth date. It is the year round date, which I think is so interesting And to me, it doesn't fully make logical sense just because if you are two days old, you can't be two years old. So maybe that's why they all look so young when they're older is because their birthdays are formulated differently. But um, I think it's just such a, a crazy kind of piece of information Could you imagine being born December 31st and then the next day being two years old or even being born today and being considered a year old? That's so interesting to me. Um, I thought we I thought I'd have more to say about that, but I guess I don't. This is just a podcast episode full of little segments. I wish I had something full planned. I'm so sorry. I wanted like a big plan for today, like a lot of fun things to do, but I just like literally came up with nothing. And so here, here we are. Let's talk about 11 of the most popular conspiracy theories in recent history. Number one, myths about the Holocaust. Oh God. Okay. Before we even get started, the Holocaust is a terrible thing that truly did happen in our history. Many innocent lives were lost and many people were guilty. It did happen and this conspiracy theory that I'm about to say is just that. 
it's a conspiracy. Between 1941 and 1945, six million Jews were killed across Europe in a horrific genocide led by Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler. Despite the fact that the Holocaust is one of the best documented events in history, there are swaths of population that don't believe it happened, or they believe the death toll had been enormously inflated. One 2014 survey coordinated by the Anti-Defamination League of more than 53,000 people across 100 uh, countries found that only 30% of respondents thought historical accounts of the Holocaust were accurate. Wow. I mean, like I said at the beginning, it did happen. And it's a terrible thing in our history that did occur. It's a learning opportunity, a learning moment. And some conspiracy theories are crazy and some of them I totally believe. So, um, let's move on. Let's see any that I might believe. Uh, the C, number two, the CIA had a hand in JFK's assassination. Before we even get into this, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I'm not, I'm not conspiring about this. Like, it's not something I think about, but I just wouldn't be shocked if the CIA did have something to do with it. Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested on November 22nd, 1963 for assassinating President John F. Kennedy Jr. That same day in Dallas, Texas, two days later, um, while being transported to a local jail, Oswald was shot and killed by Jack Ruby, a Texas nightclub owner. The shocking set of events was ripe for conspiracies from the start. Not only was a handsome, popular president fatally shot in broad daylight, the accused assassin was killed days later, inviting speculation about a cover-up. As early as the late 1960s, more than 50% of Americans didn't believe Oswald had acted alone. As an act of 2017 538 report, 61% of Americans believed the assassination involved a conspiracy of some kind. I believe it. I believe it. Number three, the moon landing was fake. We've all heard this one. Um, you know, I believe the moon landing was real, but I'm not discrediting the things that the conspiracy theory people bring up. In July 1969, astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became the first humans to land on the surface of the moon. Or did they? Just kidding, they absolutely did. But by the 1970s, 30% of Americans believe the moon landing had been faked. Alternative histories soon materialized. In the case of the fake moon landing, William Casing apparently started writing the book, We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion swindle, as satire, but he ended up fully believing the conspiracy. 
The primary idea in his book was that the footage of astronauts taking their first steps on the moon's surface, which hundreds of million people watched live on TV, was actually shot at Nevada's Area 51. Another hotbed for conspiracy theories that we'll get into later. Oh, okay. If the moon landing happened or not, I don't really care. But I love all the Area 51 conspiracy theories that I can't wait to get into, which most of them I believe. Any kind of alien-associated conspiracy, I a thousand percent believe. I believe in aliens so much. I have one tattooed on my body. I love them so much. Um, I wouldn't care if I was abducted for their research purposes. Um, and I have a whole episode about aliens with Jenna Berman, um, if you're interested in listening to that. The fourth conspiracy theory, Princess Diana's death was no accident. Again, before we get into this, I'm here for this theory. I'm here for it. When Princess Diana, a beautiful young royal outsider known as the People's Princess, was killed in a car crash in Paris in 1997, one year after her divorce from Prince Charles, conspiracies immediately abundant. The specifics vary, but the cork, the, but the Kirks of most Diana-related theories is this. The car accident that killed her was not an accident. At the time of her death, she was dating Dodie Fade, an Egyptian film producer who died in the limo alongside her, who was supposedly planning to propose to Diana the night of the accident. In a court witness statement, Dodie's father, Mohammed al-Fade, said they were killed because the monarchy couldn't stand the thought of Diana and Princess Charles' sons, heirs to the British throne, having a stepfather who was Egyptian and Muslim. Dottie's father also claimed Diana was pregnant at the time of the crash, though the coroner who examined Diana said she was not. Ooh! Hello? Hi. What are you doing? I'm just recording the podcast. Why are you always, I always call you when you do that. Yep, you do. (laughs) My theory, well, not my theory, but the one that I believe more so is that Prince Charles himself had something, something to do with it. I also thought she was killed by the paparazzi. Ooh, okay. This next one, again, is a touchy subject, but is one that I don't not believe. Let's hear it. Number five, 9-11 was an inside job. In a series of coordinated terror attacks, nearly 3,000 people lost their lives during the events of September 11, 2001, with thousands more injured and over 2,000 first responders eventually losing their lives due to illness related to their time working at Ground Zero. On that fall day in 2001, Americans watched stunned as two planes hit the Twin Towers in New York City. 
while a third struck the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., and a fourth crashed into a field outside of Shakespeare, Pennsylvania. September 11th took its place in history as the date of the most deadly foreign attack on American soil. Uprising Pearl Harbor. Oh, sorry. Surpassing Pearl Harbor. Maybe it's because of the scale of the loss that nearly 3,000 people could be killed within a few hours on a sunny September morning, or because of the lies that have been told to the American people to sell them on the endless wars that followed the attacks. But the subject of 9-11 has always been a playground for conspiracy theories. One of the most prevalent theories is that administration of President George W. Bush did 9-11, or at least knew about it, and let it happen, because the administration wanted to go to war in Afghanistan and Iraq for oil. Many 9-11 theories branch out of the core conspiracy that 9-11 was an inside job. The proof? Supposedly, the Twin Towers could only have collapsed the way they did as a result of controlled demolition. This is false. Another favorite among conspiracy theories, the Pentagon was not hit by a plane, but by a missile. Oh my god, my brother just asked if I want 7-Eleven for dinner. Of course I fucking do. I have to respond. One second. He says he downloaded the app and he has 10,000 points and we could get free pizza. And he says he's planning on spending points, not money. Because I said, can we get Slurpees? Slurpees are $2. I'm going to ask again. Also, 7-Eleven pizza is questionable. It's definitely not the best food there. I love the chicken, but he's not giving me an option. So, I said... Okay, so no Slurpees? Did you hear that? My stomach's grumbling. As I wait for his response, um, let's keep going. A number of prominent figures on the right, including Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene, have peddled conspiracy theories about 9-11. According to Slate Infowars radio host Alex Jones is one of the earliest and most influential 9-11 conspiracy theories and has helped these ideas gain ground. Just a tip. If you find yourself in a crowd with Green and Jones, it may be time to rethink a few things. Look, I... I... Where my question lie in regards to 9-11 is just like the planes specifically did was it actually plane attacks or was it pre-planted bombs inside the buildings and there's reason to believe both and I'm just gonna leave it there because I know you guys are going to be like, wow, Alexia, you're so much more of a of a conspiracy theorist than I thought. Yes, I am a conspiracy theorist, okay? But not about, like, these things. More about, like, mundane things. Again, like, aliens. Why Britney Spears shaved her head. Is Avril Lavigne actually Avril Lavigne? Like, those ones. I believe those ones. Because there's no harm in believing that. 
do I believe in these big ones? Not for real, but I, I do see where there's questions coming from for some stuff. Obviously not, not at all. Okay. Area 51 is home to lots of aliens and government secrets. It a thousand percent is, okay? This is perhaps the largest alien conspiracy theory in the United States and has spawned more than a few movie pilots, or sorry, plots and memoirs. Located in the high desert, it has long been the scene of many UFO stories. And while we do know officially, as confirmed by the Pentagon in 2017, that the government does have an interest in collecting and analyzing anything that could be a threat to our aerospace, the exact work being done at Area 51 is still a complete mystery. A whole vault of interesting conspiracy theories has emerged, and as the years go on, the popular school of thought from conspiracy groups is that they are actual alien life forms from an accidental crash landing on Earth hidden in the hills of the desert being subjected to testing and experimentation. This claim was led by a farmer named William Mack Brazel, who found stage scrapes of metals and other debris on his property in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. After reporting the incidents, the remains were collected by the government, sent armed vehicles. Imaginations were officially running wild. Other popular thoughts, straying from alien conspiracy theories, are that there is that the area is used for scientists studying time travel, teleportation, and or experimenting with with ways to turn weather into a weapon of mass destruction. Okay, let's let me close my phone and get into this with you guys. Okay. First of all, there's a million percent without a doubt reason to believe that aliens are real okay because the earth is so tiny the earth is a grain of sand right and the universe is so massive we will never ever in our life be able to grasp how big the universe is the galaxy alone our galaxy alone the milky way is fucking huge that alone i will never be able to understand how big it is so to know that there are billions upon billions upon trillions upon an infinite amount of number of galaxies just as big if not bigger than ours in the universe and people think that there's worry we are the only form of life that we were just the lucky ones that somehow earth is the only place in the universe with breathing walking communicating like forms of fucking people of 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 identity you're crazy. You're the crazy one if you don't believe in aliens. Now, are they green, weird-looking, you know, animal-looking things? Probably not. They probably look a lot more like us than we think. 
or they don't because the universe is so big and everything comes down to environments and climates and evolution. So who knows what they look like? Who knows where they are? But like Jenna Berman said, they are a thousand times more developed than we are because Earth is a new planet. Earth is a baby. And there's, you know, planets that have been, that are million years old, that probably have life on them, that are way more advanced than us. And so they have the technology, different technology, different resources, different elements to create time-warping spaceships, UFOs, to travel from planet to planet, from galaxy to galaxy. This isn't crazy. Like, this isn't a wild thought. You just need to be open to it. It's really not that wild. Like, if you just think about how massive the universe is, it's not that crazy to think about. And then the other part of the conspiracy theory is that scientists are using Area 51 to experiment on time travel and teleportation obviously i believe that as well i mean that is such a dynamic difficult thing that we've never been able to figure out that we know and yet it's something that's so big in pop culture and tv time travel teleportation it's something that is so fascinating. Do you really, really, really believe that there are no scientists in the world experimenting on these type of types of things? Like, do you really believe that there is no scientist in America trying to solve time travel? That's fucking idiotic if you believe that obviously there are so to have it be in area 51 is the perfect place to have that structure to have that place where all scientists go to experiment on aliens to experiment time travel to experiment teleportation probably even um you know cloning right and to go back okay they a thousand percent have alien bodies in area 51 and ufo parts and there is an element that we do not have on earth but that was discovered and that is the engine that ufos use massive engine with an element that is not on our periodic table because on Earth and surrounding Earth, it does not exist. But in other galaxies and on other planets, this element exists. And that is what is used to power UFOs and possibly be the reason why they can time warp. Isn't that fucking crazy? And I know there's so many of you rolling your eyes not believing me right now. And I think you're insane for that. Respectfully, I think you're insane for not believing me and the conspiracy theories about Area 51. Because they are crazy. 
let's get into the last last conspiracy theory before we wrap up here there's a hidden chamber filled with government secrets behind mount rushmore i've never heard this one before i'm interested though when it comes to American conspiracies, this is straight from a scene in National Treasure. And while this conspiracy was a part of the movie's plot around a particularly obstacle-laden hunt for gold, the theory that something was hiding within Mount Rushmore came about far before it was hinted at on the silver screen. It's a fact that there's a small room inside the mountain situated behind Abraham Lincoln's head. The monument sculpture Gutson Barglum created an 18-foot door that leads into a 74-foot-long, 35-foot-tall room. The main intention was to house important American documents, like the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, and serve as a shrine of sorts. Consider an attempted artist's statement. What was envisioned as a massive 800-foot staircase leading from the front of the monument into what was measured to be the Gilded Hall of Records is now a much emptier version of Broglum's dream. In fact, it serves as a... In a it serves as a memorial to the sculptor himself. After the budget for the monument was cut in 1939, a year after ground was broken, progress on the chamber stopped. Borglum passed away after seven months later, leaving a mysterious hole that has since become a topic of conversation for those intrigued by historial, historical conspiracy theories. Ooh, did somebody kill him so they could use it for their own purposes? <gasps> Interesting. I've never heard that one before, but I didn't even know there was like a room behind it. You know, how did he even sculpt? That's a great question. Um, Wow. What an interesting all over the place podcast episode. You know, that's perfect for the 40th because... A lot of these episodes are that. They're just random. You know, let's chit-chat about whatever and have a good time. So thank you guys for listening to this episode and all the other ones you might listen to or might be interested to listen to now. And let's do 40 plus more. But in 10 weeks, we have the big 50th. Is it 10 weeks? Yeah right well 40 plus fucking 10 is 50 so um thank you for listening have a great rest of your day and enjoy life bye oh i don't care